Okay, we're getting ready for uh, week two of our season. Um, obviously a disappointing loss in week one. Uh, biggest loss is uh, Cam Rising. Is It looks like he's done for the season. At least that's what has been indicated to me, barring a, a miracle. He's he's uh, not going to be back with us. And so we move forward, and uh, Jake Bentley is our guy. And we'll just continue to uh, get ready and and uh, go through the season. So that's where we're at. So questions. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Um, with Cam out, just, you know, how beneficial is it to have a, you know, a capable backup like Jake, a guy who's been through some wars and, you know, who's played a lot of games at a high level? Well, that's crucial. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, we have that luxury to have two quarterbacks. We feel really good about. We actually got three, Drew Lisk. I don't want to discount Drew and what he – brings to the program because he's a quality player as well. And, uh, you know, didn't take long for us to get to the number two guy. And, and that's where we're at. And we have full confidence in Jake moving forward. And it'll be uh, a, a big benefit to him taking all the reps with the ones this week and uh, should be uh, more comfortable and settled in this, this next game. Just to follow that up off topic, you're in a situation now where you're scheduled to play Arizona State, but the opponent may change later in the week. Um, if the opponent does change to Washington, have you been given any indication where that game might be played? I understand that it'll be on the road regardless of who we play. It'll either be at uh, ASU or at UW. And so it looks like uh, the possibility of a home game doesn't exist for this week. And uh, it'll be uh, and, and either the Washington game would be on Saturday, whereas the ASU game would be on Sunday. To the that's my understanding, Coach. Now, now that you look at at a Jake, Jake Bentley, what is you know after now watching the film, uh, is it? I mean, you obviously have a a pretty deep room at quarterback now. Do you do you feel uh you you know good about having Jake as your starter now? We sure do, and he's got uh, thirty plus SEC starts under his belt. And performed very well in the SEC, so it's not like it's an unknown commodity. And uh, we're going to build the offense around Jake now and, and his skill set, and away we go. So, yeah, we, we feel very fortunate that uh, he's with us, and we expect him to uh, get the job done for us. Hey, Coach, how are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. So obviously, you know, now that you've had time to go back and watch film, can you break down what you saw from the defense? I mean, Tony, you, you have four field goals to USC. You had a couple turnovers. Did you like what you saw, you know, or and where can you really improve? It was a great start defensively, and uh, I thought they handled the adversity and the, and the situations they were put in very well, particularly with uh, five or six freshmen playing for us, which uh, we feel good about those guys. We're not, we're not making excuses or complaining, but those guys that had not played college football before, and we thought they handled it very well. wasn't perfect. Made some mistakes, missed some tackles, blew a couple assignments. But uh, overall, it was uh, a pretty darn good showing. There were some real positives there. Uh, held it to less than 100 yards rushing, which is always our starting point on defense, is to, is to turn the team one-dimensional. Uh, in the throw game, we, we gave up a little bit, but not, not uh, a ton. I think we had 350 something total yards and uh, came away with a couple takeaways, a touchdown. Uh, one of those takeaways was a scoop and score touchdown. Uh, played pretty good in sudden change situations. And like you mentioned, we held them to, to uh, four field goals and, and all field goals in the second half. There was no 
no touchdown scored by the opponent in the second half. So there's it's a lot to build on and a, and a good start for our defense. Uh, we got to get a lot better. I mean, there's uh, plenty of things to work on and improve upon, but it was encouraging. I guess that's the bottom line. It was very encouraging from what we saw. And uh, as long as we continue to get better throughout the course of the season, which I guess is like three or four more games is all of it, but uh, that'll be that'll be key. Kyle, before the season started, you said that the offense was uh, obviously going to be a little bit more uh, ahead than the defense, but but the offense struggled, and you said that you you didn't get the push that you were hoping for on the offensive line. Is that is that where you see now that you've looked at the tape, the breakdown came, or were there other factors, and and what were those factors that kind of led to the offense kind of stalling? Well, there was other factors as well, but that was the, the main problem is we didn't control the line of scrimmage like we expected to. Credit SC, they did a nice job with their defensive line and their front seven in general. And uh, we were expecting much more control of the line of scrimmage and, and a better push. And we didn't get it. And that was really the, the most uh, pressing issue and the thing that was the biggest, most problematic for us in that game was, was exactly that. Uh, you know, we turned the ball over five times. That's the, the biggest statistic in the game. Is you play a team like SC, you can't turn the ball over five times and, and have a chance to win. It just doesn't happen. So that that was number one uh, as far as what occurred execution-wise. But as far as what occurred just in the you know, down after down, it was our inability to control the line of scrimmage, which really surprised me. I thought we were going to control the line of scrimmage. Kyle, as you move through this week, how, how do you con- – how do you kind of operate knowing that, okay, you're scheduled to play ASU, but the opponent may change on a dime at some point this week. How, how do you kind of go through that? Well, all the focus right now is on ASU and until we're told differently, that's, that's where we're going to put to the majority of our attention. I say the majority because you still got to pay attention to the other possibility, but uh, that's where our primary focus is. And we hope to find out sooner rather than later. And uh, it would be ideal if we could find out today. Uh, you know, it's the, as the week moves on, it becomes more of a difficult situation without having some clarity. But uh, we have no control over that, as far as I'm told. And so we're just waiting for a definitive answer. And uh, until that point, like I said, the, uh, the main focal point is uh, Arizona State. Kyle, uh, as far as the offense went, I know I know that there was a lot of things that, that could be uh, worked on. What what really stood out to you? I, I know that you mentioned uh, on you know after the game, on Saturday that a lot of it was the O-line play and how and how they uh, performed? Well, that's what stood out. That's what continued to stand out after we watched the tape is, is uh, just didn't play as well up front as we know. First of all, we're capable of. we got some good players up front. I, I have not changed my stance on that or my opinion. We just got to play better, and they are capable of playing better. And I would expect they will play better. Uh, there were also some, a lot of encouraging things. Ty Jordan, uh, our little freshman running back, showed a lot of, of – uh, Big play potential, and, and uh, he's an explosive, dynamic player. Um, the tight ends didn't really have a chance to make much of an impact, but they they did some good things as well. Brian Thompson made a nice play at the field, and so we we just were better than that offensively. What you, what we saw on Saturday night was not us. Ten points and five turnovers was uh, abysmal, and that's something that we got to get changed. And we have the players to change that, so we got to we got to get that rectified and and have a much better more productive performance you know, coming up this week. Now, speaking of Ty Jordan in that running back room, based off this last game, 
were you able to kind of see a little bit of, of uh, a better look at maybe the depth of, of who you want to be able to put in that, that maybe starting role, or are you still kind of plan on using that by committee at this point? Talking specifically about the running backs then? Yes, yes, sorry. I, I would say that each of them brings something different to the table. We'll continue to try to maximize what each of them do. Makai Bernard made a couple of nice plays for us. Uh, talked about Ty Jordan already. Jordan Romo had a few nice runs, as did Devin Brumfield. So they all they all contributed. Um, and so we continue, we will continue to uh, use all four of them and until somebody separates themselves, if they do, and, and if they do separate themselves, they'll start to get the majority of the carries and touches. But uh, until then, we're going to continue to use all four. Now, one thing that was not real solid uh, out of the running back group is pass protection, a little soft in pass protection on blitz pickup, and we've got to improve there. That's part of being a complete back is being able to protect, and, and so we've got uh, a little bit of work to do there for this week. That's it. Okay, back to work.